Well, thank you, band, for that great time. I've just been able to worship God together. And uh, so let's pray as we come around the word. Father, we just thank you for your word today. Lord, we pray that as people hear what you want to say to us, Lord, that our hearts would be open and receptive. Lord, that you would speak into our situation and you would cause each and every one of us to be continually wanting to grow and develop and become uh, more Christ-like, to understand what it is to be a true disciple. So, Lord, I pray that you would speak to us through your word today. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're continuing on with our theme of prayer throughout the month of June. And uh, we had Megan and then Christian last week. And today I want to just do a a bit of a mini sermon and then I'm going to invite some people to come. And we're actually going to have a prayer meeting uh, in the middle of our service today. So I encourage you to stick around and be part of that. So we're going to look at a passage which is found in Mark chapter 9. So if you want to turn with me to there, I'm going to be reading from the NIV. And the scene is that Jesus has just been up on the Mount of Transfiguration with three of his closest disciples, so Peter, James, and John. And so he was transfigured before them and was speaking with Moses and Elijah and just the presence of God there was so powerful. So that must have been an incredible um, experience for those three disciples to be there and to have seen that. So that was the atmosphere that they were coming out of. And as they came down and joined where the other disciples were, in Mark it tells us that the disciples were having a a conversation with the, the teachers of the law and they were arguing over an issue. And that's where we pick up this passage in Mark chapter 9 and we're going to start from verse 16. So Jesus starts he says what are you arguing with them about he asked a man in the crowd answered teacher i brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech whenever it seizes him it throws him to the ground he foams at the mouth gnashes his teeth and becomes rigid i asked your disciples to drive out the spirit but they could not You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him, and when the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground, and he rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you do anything, if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe, but help me to overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you to come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked and convulsed him violently and came out. 
The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and he lifted him to his feet and he stood up. Wow, what a powerful, powerful story. A couple of things in this story that I want to point out is that the father who had seen his son grow up and be having these horrible fits and convulsions because of this demon that possessed him, he would have done anything that he could to see his son better, and yet nothing had worked. And now he gets this opportunity as Jesus comes to his town to be able to go up to Jesus himself and ask Jesus, if you can, if there's anything that you can do, please can you heal my son? And Jesus said, well, all things are possible for those that believe. And yet this father now is is getting really real and just bearing his heart. And he's saying, well, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. So this was really an honest confession that came from that man about his demon-possessed son. He hoped that Jesus could heal him. He hoped that Jesus has the power to deliver him and free his son from this affliction. You know, I found that often people believe that if we have enough faith, God will answer our prayers. And if we don't have enough faith, then he won't. But scripture doesn't actually support that idea. The idea that great faith produces great miracles and small faith prevents them. Instead, God tells us to ask in faith, believing that he can and will answer our prayers in the way that he knows best. I'd like to point out today that answered prayer actually has some conditions. The first condition is that we are told that we need to pray according to God's will. And we need to pray also understanding that God sees the big picture that we don't always see. So that means we won't always get the outcome that we may have hoped for. I'll I'll give you an example of this. I had a, a pastor who was a friend of mine and he went to visit Uh, an elderly person in his congregation and this person was was not well and actually close to death now when he went in to pray for this person he felt the Holy Spirit leading him and actually not to pray for healing but he felt that the Lord would say to him that he was about to take this man so they had a nice time and had some prayer together and he shared that with me afterwards about that experience that he had the man actually died not long after that and went to glory to be with the lord so the question is does god heal well we all know that the answer to that is yes but when you think about the big picture of things that man had lived a long full life and god knew the appointed time that he would actually leave this earth. Would it, would it have been a different situation if that was a younger person? Well, 
Certainly. And that is why we need the leading of the Holy Spirit when we pray. We need to know that he's leading us and guiding us into what is God's will for our prayers. And understand that he knows the bigger picture, which we may not always know or understand. Therefore, we may not always get the outcome that we have desired. Yet we need to understand that God is for us. He hears our prayers. He understands our hearts. He loves and cares about us. And he wants to answer our prayers by his leading and his guiding. Even in the little things. I once had a situation which is a great example of how God cares about us, even in the little things. Uh, it was early on in our marriage and Melissa and I were we're doing a job where we were insulating a house. And we got up in the roof and we'd done all the insulation and it was getting really hot and we were so glad that we were finished and we just had to, wanted to get out of there. And then as I was uh, just about to come down and put the, the manhole cover in, I realised that I didn't have my car keys in my pocket. So I got back up and I just said, Lord... <laughs> We're finished, we're done, it's too hot, we've got to get out of here. Lord, these car keys could be anywhere in this whole house under any of these bats. Lord, I just pray you would help me find my car keys. The next thing, I just reached over and the first bat that I lifted up, there was my car keys. So how good is God? So he answered that simple little prayer and I was so glad that he did. This father shows a great example of human nature. And that is that we can believe and want something, yet sometimes there's those doubts in the back of our mind. Yet even a tiny mustard seed of faith like he had was enough to move the hand of God. The bottom line is, it's not how much faith that we have that really matters, but it's who our faith is in. What are you praying for? What are you believing for? Is there something in your life, in your family, or in your situation now that you're really praying and believing for God to move and to answer a prayer of yours? If so, I want to encourage you to keep praying, to keep believing that the God of the impossible can answer your prayer for where you are at. Don't give up. If you're not getting the outcome that you've desired, then persist and keep praying and believing that he will come through and answer that prayer and that desire of your heart. This year we've had some powerful times of corporate prayer. I think back to February when we had about four churches, uh, representatives from those churches joined together and we were on top of Mount Major just praying and worshipping together as, as we watched the sunset set over Shepparton and just praying for, for revival to, to come to our region. That was an amazing time. And then in April over the Easter weekend, our church had 40 hours of worship and prayer and fasting 
that people took a one-hour slot in their own homes and prayed together. Even though we weren't together, people were praying for, for God to move mightily. And then recently, uh, on the 31st of May, it was Pentecost Sunday, and the ACC held a, a, a Zoom prayer meeting, which was possibly the largest prayer meeting that the ACC have held um, in their history in Australia. They estimate that over 4,500 pastors and leaders from around Australia gathered together in their lounge rooms and were praying together as key people led us in prayer that day. There was actually over 30 other nations that were involved in that prayer time and the Prime Minister Scott Morrison also was on there and, and prayed for our nation of Australia. So it's great to be part of those corporate times of gathering for prayer. And I really want to encourage you that when, whenever we do organize things like that, to be a part of that. But also to understand that prayer is so important for you as an individual. To have your own healthy prayer life. To have a, a devotional time where you just spend time communicating with the Lord and listening of what he wants to say to you, of developing that relationship, of just talking to God and praying and communicating together. But also to be just doing that throughout the day, that you're constantly thinking about him and praying and communicating with him. So I want to give us all the opportunity right now to be able to pray together. And I've invited three of our elders. They're going to come and they're just going to lead us in prayer for, for different uh, topics and different areas of life. And I just encourage you at home, right where you are in your lounge room, to just join in and pray along and, and, and pray that God would come and answer these prayers and intervene in the needs and the situations in your own personal life. So we're going to start us off with the younger of the elders, and that's Pastor Ryan Black. Thank you, sir. G'day church, I'm going to do a prayer of thanksgiving. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come before you and we give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, that even, even when things don't look like we want them to look, we know and we give thanks to you that you are good. Lord, even in the case of times where we, we feel that our prayers have been unanswered, we know that you are always working for our good and we give you thanks for that. We thank you that you are a great God, a good God. God, we just we thank you for our salvation. We thank you, God, that you sent Jesus. You sent Jesus who, who died on the cross for us and that through his work on the cross, through his death on the cross, we have constant communion and fellowship with with you heavenly father we thank you jesus that you made a way that we can experience not only eternal life but constant fellowship with the father that uh that that previously before that we we didn't have access to but but through our salvation we have that access and we just thank you that that we can walk in faith in the in the knowledge that we have constant communion with you we thank you for um, our lives, God. We thank you that, that we are living in this time 
And yes, things might look crazy in the world right now, but we thank you for, for, uh, for placing us here in this time, in this hour. We thank you for our families. God, we, for myself in particular, I thank you for the family that I was born into and the family that I have now. I, we are aware that not everyone has a wonderful family situation, but we thank you, God, that, that, um, that we do have life and that we can, we can still minister to people around us. We thank you for our church family. We thank you that, um, that we live in a time where we can still gather online. God, if this pandemic had have hit 10 years ago, then, then things might have looked a little different now. But we can still be united in prayer and, and have unity together as a church in this, in this time. So we just thank you, God, for all the things that you've done. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you that you have always been good, God, and that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and we can rely and depend on that. We just thank you, God, for being such a faithful, true, and everlasting Father, in Jesus' name. And I'm now going to pass over to our next elder, which is Elder Steve. Thank you, Elder Ryan. Hi, church. Will you pray with me? Lord God, we come before your throne of grace today, Father, acknowledging that you have given us the privilege to pray to you, Lord God, the creator of the universe. Lord God, you have allowed us to pray to you, Father. We know, Lord, you are such a good God. Lord, and we just come before your throne of grace right now, Lord, to, uh, to just bring our petitions to you, Lord, knowing that you hear us, Father. Lord, knowing that you're not just uh, concerned with our eternal destiny, but you're concerned with our everyday lives, Father. And Lord, you've allowed us to come to you with those needs. And Father, we do that today, Father. Lord, we bring the, uh, the, the people in our church and those viewing uh, uh, over this uh, wonderful thing called Wi-Fi, Lord. We bring all these uh, people to you, Lord, who have so many different needs, Lord. Lord's needs that you are aware of, but Father, you want us to talk to you about them. Father, you desire to hear from us. And Lord, we are just so privileged to have that. So Father, uh, we just think of the needs in our church and in our world today, Lord God, the <clears throat> needs that are, uh, are so overwhelming for some people. Father, we know that you have the answers to those needs, Lord. We think of the people that are out of work at the moment, Lord God, that are, are struggling to put food on the table, Lord. We just pray that you would be with them. Uh, Lord, just remind them of that confidence that we have that you are for us and not against us, Lord God. Father, we just ask for breakthroughs for these people, Lord, that they would have employment, Lord. They would have uh, the means to support their families, Father. We give you glory for that. Father, we think of the people that are, might be uh, having health problems, Lord God, with the virus or with other things. Father, we just raise them up before you now as you've asked us to do, to just bring them to your throne, Lord. And we ask, Father, that you would heal them, meet their needs, Lord God, in a miraculous and powerful way. And we give you glory for that in advance in Jesus' mighty and powerful name. Lord God, we thank you for the confidence that we have, that we can come to you with all of our requests. You are an amazing God. Father, we think of families that are, are struggling with uh, relationship breakdowns and, and other things that, uh, Lord, that you, they can't see an answer to. They just see a blank wall. But Father, we know you have the answers. Lord, you are the God of the breakthrough. Walls will come down when we pray to you. And we give you thanks 
Lord, that you're working in these situations even right now. And we give you glory for that too, Father, in Jesus' mighty and powerful name. We thank you for the confidence that we have, knowing that you hear our prayer. And we give you praise and adoration in Jesus' mighty and powerful name. Amen. We have another elder for you. Welcome, Richard. Thank you, Brother Steve. Hi, church. And remember, God is good all the time. I had to start with that because I know you were expecting me to start with that. And I'm going to pray now. I want you to join me together and we're going to pray for revival. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for the fact that we have salvation in you. And Lord, we come before you right now specifically praying for revival. Revival in our own hearts first. Revival as we seek your face. Revival for us as we continue to read your word and be led by your spirit every moment of every day. Lord, we thank you that we can do that. It is only through your love for us that we can do this. And we specifically pray today for our nation, for our country, for the Goulburn Valley. As we think of where we live and the part that we can play in helping people come to know you as their personal saviour. Lord, we pray for Marupna. We pray for our own town that as we come in contact with people, that we will be a witness for you, Lord Jesus. Guide us by your spirit every moment of every day. And for our, the Goulburn Valley that we live in, that we are part of, that we have a say in, Lord, we, go, we pray that people would turn to you at this time when people are wondering what is going to happen every day. We pray that they might come to know you as their personal saviour. And Lord, we know that this changes lives immediately because your love and your miracle working power comes into their lives. And Lord, we know that we have security in you. We pray that this might be passed on as we see mountains of people come to know you. We pray that as we start to have services together again, that many, many people that we don't even know might have come to know you through these services online. Lord, we just thank you and praise you and look forward to meeting together. And we continue to pray just individually and I pray that all of those people who are listening right now would be just on their knees just thanking God for where they are and thanking God for their own salvation. And Lord, we just thank you that we can come to you personally no matter where we are, no matter where we live, no matter what our circumstance, we can come to you in prayer. And Lord, you listen and you are there for us every moment of every time and every day. I pray, Lord Jesus, that people would see that you are there. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Well, thanks, Richard. Thanks, gentlemen. There's just one more prayer that I want to end with. And you may have heard it referred to in a couple of different ways. It, it can be called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. And if you're watching today and 
perhaps you're searching, you're on a journey. Maybe you've never made a commitment to follow Jesus, or maybe you have in the past and, and yet you've sort of let that slip. I want to encourage you today that I'm about to pray a prayer. And you can just join in with me and repeat it after me wherever you are watching today. And what this prayer does is it just asks the Lord Jesus to come into your life and to take control of your life. So all of a sudden, there's a change. You become a new person. The old man is washed away. And your life becomes about serving him and his will for your life rather than being self-absorbed in everything that, that we want to do. So I encourage you to just, if you haven't prayed this prayer before, to just pray and join in with me because the, the Bible says that angels rejoice when a sinner gets saved. So I encourage you, join in and pray this prayer with me right now, wherever you are. Dear Jesus, I just ask you today to come into my life. I am sorry for the, the way I've been living, for the wrong things and the lifestyle that I've led. And Lord, I ask you today to come in and to forgive me, to cleanse me, to wash me free, to take away my sin and my guilt and my past and my shame. Lord, I offer it all to you. And Lord, I thank you that when you died on a cross, that you made a way for me to be forgiven because you paid the price for my sin. And Lord, I thank you that through that act of believing and asking you to come into my life, that you restore me into a right relationship with the Heavenly Father, my God. And Lord, I just pray today that you would take my life and, and I would live my life for you. It would no longer be about myself. And I offer it to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So if that's you, if you've prayed that prayer today, we would love to be able to encourage you and to help you to grow on, along this Christian walk of faith. So please get in contact with us. Uh, you can contact us. All the details are on our website, and there's more information there about what it means to be a Christian and about salvation. And we would love to support you on this new journey of faith. So right now we're going to just have one last song from our band, and I just encourage everyone today to just, just spend these last few minutes uh, just in prayer and just in worship and uh, just asking God to move in your life, in you and through you, so that you can be a great witness and example and encouragement to those around about you. So God bless you. Have a great week, and we look forward to catching up again next Sunday.